Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. On a Sunday morning, a sunny Sunday morning, cold out there. I'm Terry Stacy, along with producer Kylan Talley. Good morning. If you missed the sunrise, go check out our Facebook page, First Day with Terry Stacy, and it's posted right there. First Day's Sunday Sunrise. Welcome to our number two of the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine Show. You know by now that the Colts lost to the Vikings in overtime, 39-36. Vikings now in the record book is the largest comeback in the NFL history. Boo. <laughs> Anyway, before yesterday, Buffalo held the record of the largest comeback in NFL history, and the quarterback was Frank Reich. How about that? There's your little trivia of the day. Frank Reich. I would have gotten that wrong. As you heard in the news, a developing storm system late in the week that looks to bring a round of snow. We might get a white snow, maybe. Starts Thursday, lasting into Friday. Accumulation will be possible. Uh, That followed by a cold blast of Arctic air, maybe single digits for Christmas weekend. It's going to, it should, it could, it could, because you know how weather is, and that's still days away, could impact your holiday travel. It is bad news in the days leading up to Christmas with so many airports impacted. So we're talking about Chicago, Washington, Philadelphia, New York, and eventually Boston. And uh, so if you're traveling by air, you better pack your patience. They're asking you to come two and a half hours early before the most congested day, which will be Friday. Uh, Single business travel day of the year, which includes New Year's Eve, will be Tuesday, the 27th. If you're traveling by the roadways, traveling by roadways, I should say, or traveling the roadways, this holiday season will see an additional 2 million drivers compared to last year, says AAA. And those most congested days will be Thursday and Friday, the worst time to be on the road this holiday weekend holiday coming up it's saturday between noon and 6 p.m but the good news is those gas prices have come down a bit in fact on the east side i paid two dollars and 86 cents a gallon bingo i'm telling you east side we're seeing some pretty low prices i mean they're not as low as i've seen in my lifetime obviously but uh i'll take 286 and i think it's sounds like it's just going to kind of stay around in that general price uh, perhaps for the holidays so that is good news kylan i can't stop looking at your at your cereal okay she's dressed like an elf and she's got this new what is this (laughs) i love cereal you were talking about this cinnamon earlier and i actually said cinnamon right right. thank goodness um and how cinnamon Mm. is one of the ways that you can kind of relive some memories right Take a smell through this bag. It's called Cinefuego Toast Crunch. It's a limited edition. Cine, Cinefuego. These are Cinefuego. I just sweet such a cereal cinnamon nut. heat. I could I eat cereal this. every. I mean, that's. I would be happy eating cereal with bananas every day, three huh. times a day. I don't think bananas would go with this very well, okay. but we're Ooh, about to try. It smells good. This is. It's a lot of really cinnamon. cinnamon. I was shopping for your Squishmallow and ran across Ooh. this. It's not holiday, but it is still limited edition. Mm. Okay, limited here. edition. So you have them back, and we'll eat them together. We'll eat them together. Thank you. They, that is a cinnamon. They smell Sweet like cinnamon. when we were kids. Everybody in my generation, do you remember making cinnamon toothpicks? 
where you would soak cinnamon in cinnamon oil, uh, huh. your toothpicks, and then you'd suck on the toothpick all day. That's sad, isn't it? Let's see. I mean, okay, here we go. Canela dulce picante. Wow, is that cinnamon? Oh, but good. I mean, that's a lot of cinnamon. Ah. That's a lot. Oh my gosh! Wow. That hit the oh back my of my goodness. throat. Okay, no, that is actually pretty hot. That's it's a nice flavor at first. Oh wow, that's too much. That could Ooh. you can you need almost a medic. <laughs> my mouth is maybe on if fire. you cover that in milk, maybe that I softens think the milk it up. Probably would help out a lot. Milk is what when you're in a competition of sort with that kind of a hot flavor in your throat. They have a glass of milk next to you to kind of squelch the pain. Is oh. it hitting oh, your uvula like me? <laughs> Just oh, <no>. automatically. <laughs> I bet that is good. I with milk. love cinnamon toast crunch. So this wow. one, it's in a perfect little snack bag too. But wow. I would need some milk. Wow. Oh my gosh. Cinnafuego. Fuego. Yep. Cinnafuego toast crunch. Limited time edition. I. <laughs> wow. I could probably use this all year. It is not. If you love away. cinnamon, I mean for sure that's something that you're gonna want to because that's as cinnamon as I've ever tasted. It's still in my throat. Cinnamon cinnafuego. Okay. All right. Okay, that was delicious. <laughs> Hopefully we can try some more Woo! stuff. Not next week, because we won't be here next week. Oh, but... no, we won't. We won't be here next week because we have our fantastic holiday programming, which we've done for decades. And so, yeah, a week from today is Christmas. So we won't be here with you. But, but we'll you be can come here week. for yeah, your sure. Christmas music. You can. You're right. You can come here for your Christmas music. Do we simulcast with B? We 105, do. our sister mm-hmm. station, the Christmas station? Yep. Okay. B will just be all day. Hey, we were talking about angel numbers earlier. Happy 11-11. Just had to point that oh, out. Looked at the clock. Minute. Oh, 11-11 the time. Yep. one 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 <laughs> Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> that's not it. Yikes. <laughs> She's actually, that's oh, my gosh. cue. Okay. That's my cue to actually to hang up on all so of you right me. now. Uh, coming up this hour, we've got all kinds of stuff. Vintage ornaments. Don't throw those out. Grandma's bubble lights. Yeah, don't throw them out because they might be more worth more than you think. Plus, we've got a couple of really inspiring stories of local people doing good things this holiday season. Deb Kraft, co-founder of Kindness Delivered, and college student Derek Mount, who's helping the Salvation Army. He'll join us next on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Maybe Christmas, he thought. Doesn't come from a star. Maybe Christmas, perhaps. Means a little bit more. I'm wishing on a star and trying Two of my favorite movies, The Polar Express and The Live Action of Grinch. Hot chocolate, hot chocolate. Do you know, Jim Carrey, the first time he put on the makeup for The Grinch, it took eight hours of sitting in the makeup chair. On this date in history, 56 years ago, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas aired on TV for the first time. He wasn't really green then. Well, he was green on TV. But the original story, the Grinch was actually black and white with bits of red and pink eyes. 
It's 1118. Thank you all so much for joining us this morning on the first day. Last weekend, during the WIBC Radiothon benefiting the Salvation Army, I learned about these bags called blessing bags that are given to each person and child that seek shelter at the Women and Children's Center. And joining us now is Derek Mount. He's a student at IUPUI studying marketing and management. And Derek, it is great to have you with us on this Sunday. How did you connect with the Salvation Army? Uh, well, I've heard about about the Salvation Army before, you know, back in high school, maybe. But during COVID, uh, I was going through a really rough time, as a lot of people were, and just looking for some sort of, uh, I would say, it, it starts off with looking for hope in something. And I was like, you know, it was just really hard for me, struggling with mental health. Christ showed up and gave me that hope and that same hope that Christ showed me I wanted to show other people so I was like what can I do and I texted one of my my friends and I was like hey do you know anyone that maybe I can bless someone else and try to point to the hope of Christ you know by doing some act of service and they're like yeah my aunt works for the Salvation Army and bless her heart her name's Joanne and she I contacted her and we got something going she was like hey you know you can do blessing bags for us and the rest is history and I've been doing it the past three years and it's been a great blessing um, in my life and just love seeing just the number of people that have become involved in it and the lives that have been changed through it. So, And that's the truth. And the lives that have been changed through it, including your own life. Explain what's inside of a blessing bag. So basically, here's what we, we have in these blessing bags. So we have different necessities, such as shampoo, toothbrushes, like things that we take for granted every single day. And then we have a little extra stuff. Like for the for the women, we have journals, books, devotionals, and then for the kids, we put in toys, and we have a Bible in every single bag too. But also another thing we have, which I've kind of done it better this year, is having encouragement letters in the bag that's written to the. Actually, we had a school that wrote encouragement letters to the little kids. I think we had around two hundred of them, and then for the women, and then the other. Harbor Light that we're actually doing this year, which is addiction recovery center. We just have a bunch of people just writing these encouragement letters. We're hoping to get two. And I I really love those because it's making it more personal and showing people that, hey, there's actually people who love you and care for you out here. And you're not you're not alone um, in what you're doing. You know, that is awesome. Last year, you delivered 200 bags to the Women and Children's Center, the shelter. And this year, you, as you mentioned, you're expanding to include Harbor Light. I don't know how you do it. Do you do it alone? So I have a buddy. His name's Kai Johnson, and he goes to Butler, and he's been a huge help. Um, especially uh, this past year, I partnered with him. I was like, hey, man, can you help me out? And he was all for it, and then he wanted to help out again. So me and him are kind of the – I'm just the middleman, to be honest. There's so many other people, so there's people who come in the pack, you know, and help. And then on social media, there's people who, you know, spread the word about it. And then you have other people who are very generous in their donations. In reality, I look at it, I'm like, man, I don't really do much because there's a lot of other people who are stepping up to to help out with these bags. I'm just basically, like I said, just the coordinator, the middleman, you know, I'll get the stuff. I'll get it packed and I'll, I'll deliver them. But there are so many other people who, who've 
done such a it, it amazes me this the generosity that flows especially in you know such a, a hard time financially for a lot of people so wow this is Derek Mount he's from right here in central Indiana student at IUPUI and he's found a way to give back in a really important way through the Salvation Army what does this do for you because I know what it does for those that receive those bags but for you you know I look at it and I say it, it really when you have to think about it and put it into words, it is hard to explain. It does do something for us when we do good for others. It just does. It, it for sure does. And I, I would describe it, you know, I've kind of came to the perspective, you know, the especially the past two years. The first year, it's kind of a blur to me, but the first, the, the past two years of reflecting upon it, you know, it, it's really, I think the one thing that it really does for me, well, it doesn't really do anything. I would say it doesn't really do anything for me because that's not my purpose in these bags. Like it's not about me um, at the end of the day. And I, I look at it, it's, it's more importantly about, you know, glorifying God because I would describe it that there is hopeless. Like Christmas is a very, I would say, I, I think we, we think it's a joyous holiday right. and it should be, but there's a lot of depression, just all this like hopelessness in it. And I think the one thing that we've taken out of Christmas is Christ and the message of the hope or the free eternal life that's found through him. And just the way that he, if we accept him as Lord and Sarah, how it can change lives. And that's the main mission, I would say, you know, and what I really want these bags to be about, because I look at it, you know, a few shampoo bottles can, you know, do maybe a little, you know, provide some happiness, but ultimately true joy is found in Christ alone. And that's just, that's what I love most importantly to see because you know i look at it, i was like thinking actually this past week i was like you know if i made ten thousand bags and only one person received christ as lord and savior i'm happy with it i'm satisfied it, it's not about me it's hard to describe but it's not about me you found a really important purpose and that's inspiring Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Happy holidays. Derek Mount, everybody, and um, just truly um, an earth angel. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, is he special. It is 1124 on 93 WIBC. Some trending stories for your Sunday. Yesterday, Lizzo performed on SNL. Here's a little bit of her performance. Someday at Christmas, a nice cover of this classic. She's so talented. She had a nice quote about her performance. She said, I chose to cover Someday at Christmas, not just because it's a classic, but because it's a reminder to us that almost 60 years later, we're still fighting for peace, compassion, and equality. A friendly reminder to spread love and kindness this holiday season. So from Lizzo. Mm. Beautiful. Some other trending stories. Argentina is up 2-0. Oh, come on. Uh, okay, okay, that okay, is okay, not okay, a okay, trending okay. story. All right. <laughs> okay, how about this? Um, and a dating app that was created earlier this year is trying to make a comeback. It's called POM, P-O-M. It's match based on your music taste. Oh, that's kind so of interesting. So just, here's my hobbies. That's here's a little bio about myself. You put your music taste and then you go that way. I could not do that. I am too... Uh, it depends on my mood type oh, of music taste. So I could not do that. But 
That's pretty interesting indeed. Um, an Indiana trending story. Congratulations to an Indianapolis Airbnb host, Amy Lapka. She is the 2022 top new Airbnb host. I think Good her job. place is downtown. Job, yeah, near is it downtown side. near Chatham Arch. I think maybe. Yeah. It's a beautiful little yes. cottage. It's, it's in a, that little cottage, little cottage area home. and it is gorgeous. It is really, really cool. Love it. Uh, okay. Hey, listen, guys, coming up. Kindness is contagious. Deb Kraft is serving it up with her mobile ministry called Kindness Delivered. And uh, we're going to meet her just after the news. Is this still? A little Lizzo going into your news. I love it. Just for one more second. Very good. Love it. More of today's top stories. They're next right here on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The fireplace is burning bright, shining all on me. I see the presents underneath the good old Christmas tree. And I wait on light till Santa comes to wake me from my dreams. Oh, I, cause that's Christmas to me. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. 93 WIBC, it's Terry Stacy. Well, last week I went to a Jiffy Lube's Do More Good Awards luncheon, and that's where I learned about the Shelby Foundation for Kindness Delivered. And this organization was one of the recipients of a year's worth of free maintenance because they definitely use their mobile ministry van to do more good. And joining us now is the co-founder and co-president of Kindness Delivered, Debbie Kraft. Deb, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Hi, thanks so much for having us on. Let's start with the Shelby Foundation. Named after your daughter, Shelby, diagnosed with Rett syndrome early on in her life, passed away in March of this year at just 30 years old. And it sounds like that she certainly had a very full life while she was here on Earth. Yes, uh, she most definitely did. And of course, when we started this ministry three years ago, there was no indication that, you know, we were going to lose Shelby in such a short period after that. But after I retired from corporate America, um, this opportunity came up and it was just a beautiful ministry that I can tell you more about that was just so appropriately named after my daughter because she does light up the room. Um, she is, she was core to our ministry and continues to be in her namesake. After I learned a little bit about her and our visit to the zoo last week during the luncheon, that was really one of her favorite places. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, she was she was a lifelong uh, member of the zoo, and we would always get a zoo pass each year, um, and she'd get a 
plus four pass so that she could take her friends and family with her. So she probably visited the zoo 10 times each season. Of course, we'd always see Christmas at the zoo and all their special things. But yeah, she loved that. Yeah. After we were there and I I learned about her, I thought, oh, what a a great place for you to receive an award. Uh, I do want to talk about the Shelby Foundation. We launched it just about three years ago at this time. In fact, we launched it right as COVID was hitting. And so it made our initial launch a little tricky, but we went forward anyway, and we just uh, did some very distanced um, delivery of kindness uh, with masks on and, you know, all the all the things that were happening at that time. But yeah, we're, we're into this by three years and we just keep having more fun and getting better and better and God just keeps continuing to bless all our efforts and so we just continue to be inspired each time we do events with people. Kindness delivered. To explain what you do, what's the mission here? The mission is, as the name of the organization says, it is to deliver kindness to people and and groups throughout central Indiana. And we're not limited to that. We can go wherever we want to go. But the reason we do it is to show the love of Christ. So he loved us, and therefore we are to love others. So we're an events-based mobile ministry, and we have this wonderful truck that's brand-wrapped that kind of shows our logo. And we also have a mascot that is a bee. His name is Tenderheart, and he's named after Ephesians 4.32 that says, Be kind, tenderhearted, forgiving others as God in Christ forgave you. And so that's sort of our base uh, scripture that supports our mission, our mission to show others the love of Christ because he loves us. And so over the past three years, we've done events with churches, nonprofit organizations, schools, and other businesses. We will come alongside these organizations, and I can give you a couple examples to bring it to life. First, I'll say that over the past three years, we've delivered kindness to over 5,000 people. Oh, my goodness. And we just keep finding ways to be more efficient and to expand our reach. And so we're starting to help create kindness clubs within schools so that that can expand the reach and also come alongside some uh, youngsters. I saw the one, (laughs) the Triton Central Middle School fifth graders kindness experiment that they did. It's This is also about education. You know, it's really about inspiring and educating these kids. So that was one. One example, and that was a lot of fun because these fifth graders were really soaking it in and then extending their kindness throughout their school. And in doing uh, some surveys pre and post to their kindness experiment, the survey uh, showed that they positively impacted the kindness feeling around the school. And so the fifth graders, being the youngest class in that school, were really inspired and felt really enabled and equipped to make a difference in their environment. So that was really special. One other fun one we did that just will uh, highlight what our ministry does is we did a race for kindness uh, with the church. In fact, my home church, Fountaintown Christian Church, where we launched teams of four out into the community to do random acts of kindness. Now, these were assigned acts of kindness that our team came up with, the kindness delivery team came up with. And so they were fun and silly, but they were also meaningful. So it was everything from picking up litter in public spaces or writing words of affirmation on sidewalks, holding the door open for people, standing on the street and holding up signs that said things like, 
the world's a better place because you're in it or just, you know, positive things like that. And then whoever completed their tasks the fastest, they'd race back to the church, check in with the judges, show their picture proof that they had completed their task. And then the first team who um, arrived back won an $800 prize. Oh, And then we said, we said all the teams that catered dinner and we had some free raffles and music. And, and one of the things I loved most about that event was that it impacted all ages. So we had parents with younger children who were going out as a team. So what a great way to teach their children about community service and kindness and outreach. And then we had older folks going out and we had teens and the teens had a lot of fun with it. So they were grabbing their friends and forming a team. And so it seemed to be an activity that spoke to all the different age groups. It sounds simple, but it really works. I've got a list at kindnessdelivered.org that will give you just some simple ways that you can do a random act of kindness. Now, you are such a tiny little, tiny little nonprofit, but doing these big, big things. And I know you're growing and I want people to know how they can help you. Well, there are a couple ways. And, and, and before I answer that question, if you don't mind me yeah. going back and commenting on what you you were talking about how kindness is contagious. Yeah. And it's so true. Your example with the drive through my sister, as a matter of fact, did that not terribly long ago. She wanted to pay for the person behind her. And the guy looked at her and he said, are you sure you want to do that? And she goes, well, well yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, the reason I ask is because the last time someone did that, it went on for an hour and a half, one person after another, wow. paying for the person behind them. And then also awesome. on the generosity that circles back to your question, um, we are a self-funded organization, and we are tiny, but we make a big impact. And when I say we're self-funded, we are a 501c3, and we operate on a $50,000 a year budget. So that's not so, so tiny, but we are self-funded, and we have not done fundraising, but... Because kindness is contagious and because we have impacted lives, we have been surprised at how many people are saying, how can we help? How can we get involved? How can we support you? And finally, this last year, in in year number three, we, we were pressed on so hard that we did finally put a donate button up on our website, not Good. because we're actively fundraising, but because people are saying, how can we support you? So there is a donate button on our website. And uh, we've also had random emails that come in at our general mailbox, which is info at kindnessdelivered.org that says, how can I get involved? I had a lady uh, write last week that says, God has given me the gift of sewing, and I don't know how that can help you, but reach out to me because I'd like to be part of your team. Mm -hmm. And so it's just this paying it forward, this contagious nature, uh, because you do change the course of someone's day. And, you know, we're pretty convinced without sounding too lofty that you never know you might change somebody's life yeah. you know just by your acts of kindness the website is kindnessdelivered.org and that's where you're going to find the donate button it's the end of the year and some of you may have a little extra pocket change that you're looking to put towards a charity and that's why i wanted you all to know about kindness delivered i think there's just three of them there's just three of you in this little tiny nonprofit, isn't there that's you and right. tisha yeah, my, and, my sis- and your sister and my sister denise who yeah. is our treasurer yeah so, yeah you go. Info at 
kindnessdelivered.org if you can get involved in some sort of way whatever you you have whatever you can do may not be financially but maybe you can do something else to help this organization and Debbie Kraft founder and co-president along with uh, Tisha the Shelby Foundation for Kindness Delivered I'd just like to thank uh, all of our supporters out there and the people that we have partnered with and in fact if you have an organization and you're looking for partners to come alongside you to do different forms of kindness uh, we do have a place on our website as well that says hey we'd like to partner with you so if you're hearing this message and uh, it sounds like something you want to get involved with alongside your own organization submit a request on our website and we will be in touch with you hey listen thank you debbie thank you so much merry christmas merry christmas to you bye-bye it's 11:42. coming up hope you're still hanging on to grandma's christmas ornaments you inherited the value of vintage after the break on 93 wibc whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you We'll have a Christmas. Austin Butler, who played Elvis Presley in the newest Elvis movie, he was a featured host for SNL last night, and so he got to sing Blue Christmas to Cicely, which is that's her last day for SNL, so gave her a nice farewell. This is nice. That would be the way to go. He's really good. It's 1147. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. The practice of holiday tree trimming isn't just a fun tradition, although it is fun, but the designs of the ornaments themselves also provide a history of the time and places in which they were created. And some of you may have inherited some of your family's ornaments, or perhaps you've cleaned out your grandmother's attic, and now you don't know what to do with some of those vintage decorations. Joining us now is the owner of EJ's Auction and Appraisal. His name is Eric Hoyer. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fine. Eric's out in Arizona, but he really has a large selection of those beautiful Christmas collectibles. EJ'sAuction.com. What is one of the most valuable ornaments that you've come across, or or lights, or whatever it may be? But what is what has been a great find for you? There's been a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think probably my favorite. Uh, would be the old vintage department store Christmas ephemera from, you know, 30s and 40s. It just has a look to it that just screams that Christmas spirit. Uh, I think probably that and the old bubble lights and, of course, shiny bright uh, ornaments, that type of stuff. But, I mean, you get started, then you start talking about the old bubble lights and yeah. aluminum Christmas trees from the 60s and 70s. Believe it or not, those, those old aluminum uh, Christmas trees fetch a lot of money nowadays. I mean, some of those, they can sell for six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000. You know, when does something become vintage? I'd say anything pre-1980s now would be considered vintage, and even wow. getting into the 80s is vintage. But, you know, more, more so 70s, 60s, 50s, and then anything that starts going early 1900s, that becomes more of an antique. What are some of the more popular vintage ornaments today that people are looking for? Anything that is, especially like carved wood German ornaments, 
early those type of early ornaments. Okay. People are looking for those. Of course, those come with a hefty price tag for for the real thing. Um, so you're not as apt to find those as you would the maybe the little later blown glass style ornaments. But if you have a, a 1940s blown glass Santa Claus ornament uh, with that patina that where you can see it's it's definitely uh, lived its life. Believe it or not, that makes it even a little bit more valuable versus one that is in pristine condition. Let's say, for example, that we have been in grandmother's attic or we're cleaning it out. She's passed away and now we have these boxes and boxes of ornaments and perhaps some of them aren't in their original boxes. How important is that if you find a, uh, some shiny, bright Christmas ornaments, but they're not necessarily in a shiny, bright box? Does that devalue those ornaments? Yeah, yeah. it can. It, it definitely makes a difference. You know, if you find a, a box from the 70s and it's in its original sealed condition, that's going to be a lot more valuable than uh, some shiny brights that are all thrown together in a tub. Definitely in the original packaging adds a lot in value to it. And those you would not typically decorate with, that's for the collector to add to his collection versus somebody opening that package up and using it. I've seen some hard plastic Santas and things like that that perhaps were 60s, 50s, in the 50s or 60s. Even plastic can be considered a value, can't it? Shocking, shockingly, yes. You know, I can remember in the 70s, 80s, and even into the 90s, the old plastic Santas with the light bulb in them, everybody threw them in their yard. In good condition, those can be quite expensive. Those. 500 to $1,000 for wow. just one of those Santas. My recommendation is anybody that's cleaning out their family member's estate, you know, that, that they know they've got that stuff is don't just discount it and, and donate it or throw it away. It's always a good idea to, to contact an appraiser that's in your area and have them come out and take a look. Most appraisers will come out and, and, and not charge you just to see what you have, but at least get an opinion before you start throwing stuff away or donating it. Eric Hoyer, the owner of EJ's Auction and Appraisal, they are in Arizona, but uh, he's online at ejsauction.com. Listen, Eric, I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for your time today. You bet. Uh, I appreciate the call and have a Merry Christmas. Thank It is 1152. And we are just about done. Again, we will not be here with you next week as we celebrate Christmas with our families and friends. And uh, we will have fantastic holiday programming that we've had for you each and every holiday for as long as I can remember. When I was a kid, WIBC always had Christmas music on. So uh, it is a tradition. Donnie is here with us. Donnie Burgess. I've, I'm always sneaking in on the show. You can't stop me. No. I'm happy for it. We are so happy for it. You the, you light up the room when you walk in. We a get teary, very excited. I'm sorry, but I think you're lighting the room up right now she has I have on my bulbs <laughs> I have on my Light christmas bulb, bulbs. headband and necklace yeah we're gonna take a lights. holiday picture donnie you can be in our holiday picture too that'll oh, be on I facebook might break the camera but we can You'll do be it okay donnie. let me ask you before Kindness. you what are you gonna do for christmas donnie I am just going to be with the family. We're going to watch the little girl. She's going to turn two soon, and she's she knows how to open presents now. Oh. She's so excited. <laughs> and she has a ton of presents to tear oh, through. So we're just going to kick back and watch that. Has it been a good year? Yes, it has. It has been a good year, hadn't it? And Kylan, what are you going to do for holiday? 
oh gosh, go home. Obviously, my brother is in town from Texas, where he is stationed right now in the army. So he's home. We're gonna celebrate the holidays. Hopefully, go to Chris Chris Kindle Mart and oh, show yeah. him all of that home is in, stuff. Home is down in southern Indiana. Down right? in southern Indiana, but driving up to Carmel for Chris Kindlemart is worth it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. That'll be fun. You know something else you can do for celebrating the holidays? There's free admission at the Children's Museum on Christmas Eve. Ooh, so December 24th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., <laughs> Free. You have to have advanced tickets, though. So, yeah, they're probably pretty close to gone. They have, for those of you that are new to our area, they have a fantastic New Year's Eve plan, too, for kids. They always have. It's one of the most popular uh, when it comes to taking your kids to New Year's. Children's Museum, it is always packed, but... It is a, it's the time is good. Kylan, have you got mm-hmm. that information? Yeah, the New Year's Eve one for Children's Museum is 10 a.m. to 1.30, and it's a countdown to noon. So instead of having to stay up late for the ball yeah. to drop, yeah, oh, <laughs> don't worry nice. about that. It's a good one. It really is fun. And, uh, you know, the, the kids, the, then you can do whatever you want in the evening time, but that's kind of fun, special for mm-hmm. kids. State Museum, I think, does that one, too. I don't know what time, but theirs yeah. is another one that's kind of an early countdown. There's a 6 to 9 p.m., so a little bit later in your evening evening to give your kids something to do, but plenty of different celebrations, face painting, parties, rides on the Snowfall Express, and an 8 p.m. countdown celebration to 9. Okay. There's a couple of, there's a few good ideas for you in case you're you're thinking about, I mean, it's time to think about New Year's. Donnie, don't you, you love New play. Year's? It's, it's... Don't you? Don't you love New Year's Eve? <laughs> and you know the best part is, what? <laughs> for me, Daddy Donnie. <laughs> Daddy, My Daddy. little girl's birthday is right after Christmas. Aww. Oh, is it really? So it's the that it's, days it's the in 20, between. It's the twenty first of January, which is just uh, that time melts yeah. away. So our wallets are crying. We have to buy so many <laughs> I presents. I can't imagine. But you know, at that age, just wrap up the boxes. She'll love just opening boxes. <laughs> That's true. I'm it's sure. an avocado. It's an, it's an avocado. It's right. <laughs> Yay. Uh, hey, listen, everybody. We do want to wish you, I know Hanukkah starts this evening, the first night of Hanukkah. We wish you a happy Hanukkah. And then again, we will be out next week. So uh, you travel safe. The big travel day this year is, I think, Thursday and Friday, right, Donnie? Oh, yeah, right before Crazy. the holiday. And we've got a snowstorm coming that could impact some of those places you might be flying in and out. And you know who will have you covered? Who? Matt Bear. Oh, Matt Bear. That's Matt right. Bear. That's we'll right. Have you covered. All week long, you can count on it. Thank you again uh, for joining us. And Kylan, what do we got? About another minute or so? Yep, another minute just to say to, Merry it, Christmas. To say guys. Merry Christmas. Can we listen Donnie, to Wait, no, wait. Can I give you a trivia question? Oh, I good. I bet okay. you're going to do better Let's than do it. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. In the show Seinfeld, what is the <laughs> holiday that George celebrates instead oh, of this Christmas? One's easy. Oh, Terry. Shh. That's oh, why sorry. I didn't give it to you. Hanukkah? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. No. All right, no. Terry, we'll give you the floor. It's festive. Uh, festivus. Festivus. I yeah, tried to enough. do it, but my thing is Festivus. Our, yeah. Our speech has been rough after Cinefuego. Uh, okay, oh, so now we will guys. now we will say happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas, and we will be back here with you again on New Year's Day. Until then, we've had a great year with all of you. We appreciate you joining us here with all of our, on behalf of all of our hosts. We're so grateful for you. We truly are. And I uh, look forward to spending the new year with you right here on 93 WIBC. Today's top stories, they're coming up next. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.